He's a native Texan, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get fooled again. He's Matt Long, and this is The Matt Long Show. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here with you on a man is windy out there. Listen, if you've looked out the window, it looks really pretty out there. And uh, until you step outside, Lord have mercy, that wind is cutting right through. I ain't cut right through to your soul today. I think that's how deep the wind is cutting today. So, yeah, just, uh, yeah, I'd put on an extra layer. Cover your ears. You know, that was the... That's the one that always, you know, cover your ears, cover your ears, put a cap on, cover your ears. When you were a kid and you hated putting the cap on and all, but I'm telling you, the older you get, the more enjoyable a nice woolly cap is when you got a wind blowing into your ears like that. Man, that can hurt for days. So be a little careful out there. I I was told this morning that the... uh, Weather forecasters are are massively changing their forecast. We've been hearing for the last few days, so I would just pay attention. Icy roads on Monday morning. Of course, you know, there's a lot of people who, I think there's a lot of people who think that those forecasters know what they're talking about. I I really do. I think there's a lot of people out there. um, If someone tells you today, look, the roads are going to be icy on Monday, I think I'm going to just stay home on Monday. Or, you know, if they tell you, look, the weather's going to be mad Monday, why don't we just plan on on cutting uh, and on cutting, uh, you know, just I just don't think I'm going to come in Monday. The uh, the roads are going to be horrible. (laughs) Folks, we live in Texas. Well, and this is true anywhere. We but we just laugh because we like to say Texas. If you don't like the weather, stick around five minutes. The roads may or may not be icy on Monday morning, but we won't know till Monday morning. And uh, if you're already planning on skipping work on Monday because you heard it's going to be icy on Friday, you heard that, then it ain't the weather that's keeping you home. I promise you. And bosses, you got to know that it's not the weather, right? I just got a text that said. Even my dog is being disturbed by the wind. Yeah, it is. It is a hard, tough wind out there. So, do your neighbors have all the trash picked up? There's someone that lives on our block, on our neighborhood, that has a fence all the way around the property, and that's fine, the chain-link fence. And most of the properties in our area, well, when I moved in, there was not any fences, uh, maybe one um, and uh, the many years we've been there, these lots and their two and three acre lots, people have started putting fences around them, and uh, so which is nice because it tracks, it catches all the trash. And we got one house in the neighborhood whose trash is all just blowing up against the uh, south side of the fence. <clears throat> Makes me want to go by and say, you know, in our culture. In our culture, we don't let our trash blow over the trash li- all over the yard like that. But, man, you can get in trouble for saying things like that these days. But, uh, yeah, just make sure everything's tied down right now. Your trampoline, oh, yeah, there was an upended trampoline in my neighborhood this morning as well. you got to tie those things down, folks. Those are like kites ready to go in any kind of wind. So 
Check it all out. Be safe today. Bundle up. Keep your ears covered. Got some things for your calendar. January 15th, and I am going to stop right now. And before I get in any trouble, I'm going to turn all my dingers off on my phone. Some days it never dings, and other days it ding, ding, dings. So that's off. No distractions. Monday the 15th, the Kerr County Patriots are going to be having an event at Faith Christian Church in Kerrville. And they sent me, I got a text last night, and so I'm going to pull it up. Someone sent me a text. George and Maria sent me a text about this last night, uh, the hammer lines. And uh, so here we go. This is what they said. Um, They're having a conservative candidates uh, for the Republican primary coming up, a candidate forum for the conservative um, uh, candidates at the, um, this is for the Kirk County Patriots. It's going to be at Faith Christian Church. I have an address now, 1205 Sydney Baker, and um, that is at 6 o'clock, Monday, January the 15th. And uh, they're going to be doing, um, they're going to be bringing you the, they're going to be bringing you the message of how the, everybody that has an R by their name does not necessarily, is not necessarily a conservative Republican. And uh, so they're going to, they're going to be bringing the candidates they like to a forum. I'm going to talk more about that here in a minute. And that's the Kerr County Patriots. Six o'clock Monday night at Faith Christian Church in Kerrville. Uh, the 23rd of January, Tuesday, the Lano County Pastors Roundtable. Again, details to come. That one's out there a ways, and so we will get you details on that as that uh, occurs. That is, uh, what, 11 days from now. And then on Friday, the 26th, uh, Moms for Liberty are having a little fundraiser and a meeting in Fredericksburg, I believe the tickets to that I heard last night are $25. Um, if you're a member, maybe 30 If you're not a member of Moms for Liberty, or it may have been 20 and 25 Anyway, it is a paid event, and um, it is on Friday the 26th, and Ag Commissioner Sid Miller is a great guy and uh, a good speaker, and uh, this will be well worth your visit just like last night. Oh, man, if you were not at the Fredericksburg Tea Party meeting last night, boy, did you miss something. But I, w- I want to talk about that here in a minute. But before we do that, we're going to bring you some uh, words of wisdom from Ben Franklin. Um, and he, uh, this is, um, I like this one. This was from Poor Richard's Almanac, 1735. I believe is this year. Um, it says, uh, "Be neither silly nor cunning, but wise. Don't be silly, and don't be cunning. Don't be always plotting and cunning, but be wise." And that is from Poor Richard, um, Poor Richard's Almanac. You know, I was reading through this as I look across the page. There's another one from uh, Poor Richard's Almanac. That I actually, once I read this, I had to go look up uh, what I had to go look up the definition of a word that I had always thought I knew what that word was. Do you know what cheddar cheese is? Well, we know what cheese is, duh. Do you know what cheddar? Do you know what cheddar means? 
I didn't know. I just thought it was like uh, uh, the cheddar. That's like the uh, orange one, and uh, you can either get it sharp or flat. I did not realize what cheddar meant. Do you know what cheddar means? And um, so give you a second to think about it. Cheddar, are you arguing with the uh, person in the truck? Do you you think you know what cheddar is? So here's the quote from Poor Richard's Almanac that uh, brings up cheddar cheese. From also from 1734, Sam's religion, and of course that's just you know that's like us saying uh, Citizen Joe. He's just using a, a name. Sam, Sam's religion is like a cheddar cheese. And if you stopped there, you'd go, "What does that mean?" And then he says it's made of the milk of one and twenty parishes, twenty-one parishes. That's when I found out what cheddar means, that it is cheeses from different dairies, different cows, different uh, farms. I, that's what cheddar means, and now you know something new. Poor Richard's Almanac, 1734. All right, we're going to take a short break, and uh, we will return shortly. He doesn't just complain into a microphone. Blah, 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 blah. Matt Long on the Hill Country Patriot. The Hill Country Patriot. All righty, we are back. Thank you so much for staying tuned. We are your information station. The Hill Country Patriot, if you're driving around in your truck, it's 104.3 FM, 102.1 FM. Also screaming live on the interwebs at hillcountrypatriot.com. Plus, I almost every day, I will take this program and um, we'll uh, kind of clean it up just a little. I don't do any editing, but I just kind of clean it up a little bit. And uh, I post it up on numerous podcast sites, and I'm working on getting away from all of the uh, legacy podcast sites um, because I don't think we're, we, I don't think conservatives, constitutional uh, uh, Republican conservatives are, um, I think our voices are going to be start. They're going to get more aggressive. You already know how aggressive they are. I think they're going to get more and more aggressive. So when our voices start disappearing off of the legacy media uh, places like, uh, uh, oh, what are the Spotify, Spotify or Apple podcasts or Google podcasts, those are the ones Let's be honest, those are the ones most people go to because it's right there on your phone and ready to go. They are very, very controlling. And uh, so there is a new system of podcasting, Podcasting 2.0, Modern Podcast Apps. I am working on, right now I am posting on many of those modern podcasts, but I'm not creating my podcast there. I am still creating on Spotify which is a little dangerous because if uh, Spotify decides to take me out, then I'm done with no warning. I'll be, I'll disappear. I'll be gone. And so, um, get, go ahead, check out modern podcast apps and you can find me there on many of the newer modern podcast apps. 
I like. What's the one? I'm going to pull it up. I have been trying lots of them, and I think you should as well. Um, let me see. The ones so far, that of the ones I've tried, so far, Podverse, Podverse seems to be my favorite one so far, but I'm still trying different ones. Podcast Guru, I've been trying that one. True Fans, um, Pod friend i don't have that one on my phone but i think i have that one on the and not all of them uh, are ready for mobile all right many of them so they're not going to be they're they're going to be fancier in some ways than your legacy podcasts but uh, some of them it may be more difficult to get them some of them are made for home computers some of them more for mobile but anyway check it out um i don't want you to get cut off of your information there are two things last night fredericksburg tea party we had, in fact, I was getting worried that we were going to have to pull out more chairs. A normal Fredericksburg Tea Party uh, event or meeting, there will be small groups of people will sit together, two or three or four or five, or maybe they rode together from Lano. Listen, we had people from, good Lord, we had Lano, Mason, we had uh, Kerrville, of course, Fredericksburg, Harper, um, a few others further south. Um, and, uh, but people coming from all over the place, but you weren't there. And so I'm sorry you missed it. But one of the things last night, I thought we were going to have to get out more chairs. One of the things normally there's, you know, small groups and there'll be an empty chair or two, maybe sometimes just one. And then there'll be another small group. Last night, there were no empty chairs. Um, I don't know if they ended up pulling out more chairs, but I know that standing on the stage and looking out, Everybody was snug as a bug in a rug out there. There were no empty chairs. It was a full house, and it was absolutely amazing. Chris Ann Hall has been delivering the same message for 14 years, and it is the one of the most simplest messages that, you can, that you'll ever hear. And it just basically goes through the Declaration of Independence. And she does more than this, believe me. She's got all kinds of classes, her own podcasts. Um, she travels as something. I think she speaks as something like 300 events a year. If you know how much, do you think about that, however many days there are in a year, and 300 of them you have a speaking event and you're on the road somewhere. But she will take the, uh, she will start with the uh, Constitution, that uh, the Declar I'm sorry, the Declaration of Independence with that second paragraph and just go and just break it down a word at a time or a sentence at a time and then apply it not only to the Constitution to go from the Declaration and apply it to the Constitution and then take it to the code, to, 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 to law, the USC code. We learned so much last night and delivered in a way that was that that is entertaining, is fun, and it is I, I can't tell you every one of these meetings and I'll say, Well, Matt, we wish we could have been there. We heard it was great. Folks, every one of our we haven't had a bomber, a bomb of a Fredericksburg Tea Party event or meeting in a long time. All right, I will admit I got some I got a dull speaker or two in there over the years. I will admit that. Um and uh but boy it is getting so much better. Angela Smith is doing an amazing job 
with the Fredericksburg Tea Party. And I have to tell you, if you, you're going to have to start hearing, uh, people are going to start saying, yeah, I was there, and you'll go, oh, man, I guess I'll have to go next month. But then, you know, three weeks will go by, and, and you'll say, well, I don't know, is this, this one, you know, last one was really good. This one probably won't be as good as that. I think I'll skip this one. February meeting, man, that's our Guns and Roses meeting. That's going to be so much fun. You're going to love it at the Guns and Roses meeting. And, um, yeah, it's because it's always on, it's always, since it's the second Thursday, um, our February meeting always ends up either right on or right with Valentine's Day or a day or two. And honestly, here I'm just now opening up the cal- the calendar. The uh, February meeting is going to be the 8th. That's probably the earliest of our February meetings. And uh, so it's a week before Valentine's. So you can get a little practice in. But um, that's always, we've got, a, we've got a great program lined up for that one as well. Um, and so if you missed last night and you're hearing people talking about it, then make sure you go this time around. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about last night was we've still got your old, your old fashioned Republicans out there still pushing this idea that you need to hear from every candidate that has an R by their name. We got Republicans still pushing that idea. We got Republicans who we've said, look, we want you to be a leader. We want you to, yeah, we want you to be a leader. And the leader comes along and says, um, y'all have to do all this work. Um, I'm going to make you a list. I'm going to make you a list of everybody with an R by their name. Well, you know, anybody can do that. The next step is to figure out is to take that list. If you were a decent leader, you would take that list and take a look at it and say, since I am, you know, I'm, you would go through with a group of people, with a handful of people and say, let's vet these candidates. I know, I know they all have an R by their name, but that does not make them magically good Republicans. It just doesn't. In fact, that R I'm getting to the point where I don't even trust the R anymore because so many people wear the R. They put that sweater on, that red uh, that red sweater with the big letter R on it, and anybody that puts that sweater on, they welcome in and say, oh, it's another R. And then they say, well, we want to run for office, and oh, I need an R by my name. And so those old-fashioned, all those old R's, those ones guys come out and say, well, here's a list of all the R's, and you need to go, and you need to listen to them, and you need to find out which one you're going to vote for. Folks, that's how we that's how we get into the messes that we're in today. That's how we get that candidate. Who was that? You know, I'm so mad at that Republican that ran against Obama the second time, was it? See, I can't even think of his name. All right? I... That you, you, the Republican Party needs to sit down, do the work of taking a look at each and every one of these candidates who's decided to put an R by their name, and then they need to decide if their record shows, do they really behave like an R? Are they just saying those things? And then they need to then tell you, they need to help you and say, look, we've done all this work here. 
you want you ask us to lead this group and 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 so part of it we're we've done this work as this group and we have looked at all these candidates and here's the ones that deserve an r by their name and you need to ignore the rest of them well i know i know they have an r by their name too no the republican your local republican parties need to sit down and vet every one of these every one of these candidates with an R by their name, make a decision as a group, and then come out and say this is a good Republican. And when they tell you, when they try to tell you it's against the law for them to, to, to they they're still trying this. I saw it in Blanco County the other night. Very seriously. Matt, uh, it's uh, she said to the group, "It's uh, you know, it's against the law for us to, uh, for us to, uh, b- you know, promote a single candidate, and uh, so we're just going to bring all the trash into the room because everybody in the hill country they know they're not going to get an office unless they put their R in the name. So every piece of trash." walks in the door, jams an R onto their red sweater, and we all jump up and down and go, oh, look, it's another Republican. If you don't start protecting your brand, good Lord, you you should have started protecting the brand a long time ago. You know, I've gone to a couple of the state conventions, uh, three of the last four. I'm tr- I always get confused when I see the three of the last four or four of the last five. I know one of them I was moving that weekend from uh, uh, into a new home and uh, or that week hit right upon uh, moving time. And I know I missed that one. Um, in the last one, I was on the rules committee, which is a very huge responsibility. It was 12 and 14 hour days, five days a week. And I was still producing my show and getting it on the air in the morning. I would, in fact, I would record my show at 11 or 12 at night after being in the rules committee all day, and then I'd send it into the radio station and they'd play it the next morning. One of the things that is, I'm to the point where I'm not even sure if I want to participate anymore is because all the work done there is just ignored by people with R's by their names. Now, I have to think that those people who ignore all the work we do there and all the work leading up and creating the platform and the priorities of the party all i can think is if you don't if you're not some of those if you don't agree with those if you don't line up with those then you need to get that r away from your name and i firmly strongly believe that there is a responsibility of the party whether it's the Republican Party of Texas, the Republican Party of Gillespie County or Kerr County, whatever it is, I believe they have a responsibility to make sure that the R's in their area are clean and true R's. You, but we're at, this, and we're at this point now where it's just anybody that walks in with the door with an R on them, and we go, oh, look, another R, let's put them on the list, and we'll give them all the same respect we give anybody else that walks in here with an R. Folks, that is how you got where you are today. That's why the Republican Party of Texas is has no backbone to it, and until there's some accountability, until and it's going to have to start at the local levels, 
your local Republican Party is going to is going to start to have to clean the mess up. Clean the mess up locally. Decide what is a Republican. Do these people line up with all of these things? If they don't, stop promoting them. Ellen Troxclair has an R by her name. There you go. She has an R by her name. And um, she's being embraced as, you know, because she's got that R. When are we going to figure out that that is just a nothing but a letter in the alphabet? All right? It's nothing but a letter in the alphabet until you make it mean something. And this giant tent of the R party is sagging at the top because it's got no support and uh it's it's starting to fall apart and um it's going to have to start getting cleaned up at a local level so those are my two takeaways from last night all right folks y'all stay tuned we will be right back fighting the good fight matt long on the hill country patriot All right. Okay, you've heard me. You've been hearing me. I'm going after Ellen Troxler. Yes, I am. I want Kyle Biederman back in the house. Um, absolutely 100%. Um, Ellen uh, was just a an origami Republican and uh, folded and went along with Dade Phelan, um, starting with the vote on day one when her office told me her vote wouldn't have made a difference. <laughs> it's Yes, then why did she vote for him? If her vote wouldn't have made a difference, she could have said, I'm not supporting Dade Phelan, as four people did in the Texas House. Yeah, a whole list of four of them. All right. And uh, then as the session moved on, as a lot of her supporters were beginning to drop, in fact, people I knew, uh, people I know really well, people I work with up at the can, up at the, uh, all over the state were saying, Matt, I'm, I'm, I'm done with Ellen. I stood with Ellen Troxclair and supported her and backed her nearly all the way through the session. Angela Smith was to the point where it's like, I can't believe you're still giving her the dice. I said, I am. I'm going to. We need to see in White's Cure the totality of her actions. And it wasn't towards really near the end of the session when I started putting a few things together and saying this woman is not a good Republican. She's not a, she's got the R by her name. Good Lord have mercy. The R in the red sweater right there. She's got all of that. But she, she supported Dade Phelan. She raised money with Dade Phelan. Dade Phelan is giving her money. Her number one contributor, last time I looked, that could have changed, but last time, and I've looked at this uh, several times at Transparency USA, uh, her largest contributor was a guy whose name nobody knows, but if you look up his history of giving, he gives money to Democrats. He gives money. His number one contributions go to Act Blue. And he's giving, he is the number one donor for Ellen Troxclair, who's also one of the biggest donors to Act Blue, Texas. Does that not give you a hint, perhaps? 
You know, we talked uh, yesterday quite a bit about the endorsements, and uh, I was pretty rough yesterday and the day before. I'm not going to ever I'm not going to apologize. About to say I'm not going to ever apologize, but I may someday. But I'm not going to apologize for a lot of these things. I was um, when I was looking at her endorsements and listening to her speech. Uh, from Monday night in Blanco and list off the endorsements. And I told you yesterday I wanted to go uh, follow all of them up, and we found out that no shit, half of those endorsements, the list we went through yesterday, it was all a bunch of junk. Um, these endorsements were, they, they weren't really, they were endorsements from 2022. You don't get to carry endorsements over. I'm telling you, they most organ every organization I know who I have asked about their endorsements, they very absolutely, without even hesitating and without even having to stop to think about it, they'll say, "No, our endorsements are good for one cycle." So, if she's using endorsements from two years ago, I got some friends on this list that I know for a fact are not endorsing her right now, but endorsed her two years ago, as I did. I'm holding up my hand. What I want to know is why she didn't put my name on this of uh, for Gillespie County. Um, so anyway, I I went to her website. This is, this is where it gets important. So I went to her website, and right at the top, and uh, it said, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you can find out where it is yourself. And right at the top, it says newsletters, sign up endorsements volunteer merchandise um because everybody wants an ellen troxclair t-shirt um so i went over to endorsements and here's where i got tricked in fact um who was it lee gibson yesterday when we were talking said matt you made a rookie mistake i did so i went over to the endorsement page and immediately there are these large um Oh, I'm, I'm losing a word right now. Large uh, uh, ads, right? Uh, Chip for Congress, Ted Cruz for Senator, Perla Hopkins. These are all who people who have um, uh, um, who have endorsed her. And they're, they're giant, all right? They're great big uh, uh, pictures or whatever you want to call them. Um, and there, there's a whole list of them. We've got TLR, Texans for Lawsuit Reform, and all of these. Oh, my goodness, Gillespie County, they have their sign there with the elephant. And you go, man. And so I started calling. This is when I was talking to Lee Gibson, and I said, what in the world is going on? Do you know? And it was one of the specific uh, endorsees. And they and Lee says, Matt, look at the page. It says 2022. All right, 2022. And I'm thinking, man, I scrolled right past that. You know why? Because there was lots of big, flashy, giant things underneath it. And so when I saw, I didn't even see the 2022 endorsements. I scrolled right by it. It was right there. It's not tiny. But underneath it are these giant, giant signs. So that's when I started going through them. And these are from two years ago. Many of these people do not endorse her anymore. But is it, and here's the discussion I had yesterday with one of the organizations was, well, we did legitimately endorse her in 2022. And I said, yeah, I know I did too. And 
it does say at the top that it's 2022, doesn't it, Matt? And I said, yes, it does. And this person said, there's not any law or anything being broken there. She's not doing anything wrong. Ellen Troxler's not doing anything wrong. She's just telling you who supported her two years ago. But my assumption, because of the way the page is built, was that when it opened up that page and all of these big flashy things jump out at me, I am going to, just like everybody else, is going to assume these are current endorsements, right? That's what you're looking for. Who endorsed her? Who's endorsing you? Ellen Troxclair. And what does she do? She lists everybody that endorsed her two years ago. One of those was very interesting, um, and I did not get them on the phone, and, but they were on my list to call. What happened? Why didn't I get them on the phone? Because I called a lot of these people. Um, uh, Texas Right to Life. So I went over to Texas Right to Life and to see um, if they endorsed her, and they had not endorsed her, but they had her on the, they had a scorecard on her. So they endorsed her two years ago. All right, we got that. They endorsed her two years ago, but she didn't have a record then. All right, she didn't have a record. They weren't voting on abortion when she was on the Austin City Council as supposedly the only conservative. But if you look at her voting record there, it's not even really that conservative. So I go to the uh, Texas Right to Life pro-life scorecard for the 88th Texas Legislature to see if she scored 100 for it by them. Lo and behold, folks, she scored a 76 out of 100. And you can go to TexasRightToLife.com. They have a three, four, they have a four-page document that explains exactly how you get all the points. They have 41 points they can give you. Total potential of 41 points at the uh, House scorecard. All right. And she got some of the points. She did. She got uh, she got 31 of the 41. Uh, that's a uh, thir- uh, 76%. That's uh, kind of a C, isn't it? That's that's Is that an A or an A plus? Because there's a long list of Texas House members who got an A or an A plus from Texas Right to Life. In fact, there was one Democrat that, when you're looking at the list, was just a couple of places below Ellen Troxclair. There were Democrats that scored better on the Texas Right to Life pro-life scorecard than some Republicans. Ellen Troxclair was not one of those. She was above the first Democrat, but she was awfully dadgum close to her. So she got six points for Amendment 28. Um, uh, by Vasut, and uh, she got six points for that. That was uh, that increased the alternatives to the abortion program, um, alternatives to abortion program, and that is supported by Texas Right to Life. It was signed by the governor, and there were six potential points, and she got all six of them. Congratulations, Bill Thirty, uh, Senate Bill Thirty increases the alternatives to abortion program. She voted for that. All right, she got six points for that. Then we've got a third one. She got six points for House Bill 412, and uh, that was, uh, oh, it is a motion um, codifying federal protections for pregnant 
and parenting college students into Texas law. So she got points for that. That was supported by Texas Right to Life. And then she got House Bill uh, 459. Um, that she got six points for that. And uh, she got, got six points for several things. Now, where does she start missing points? Why does she miss points? She missed points on standing up and fighting. That's where she missed points. There is a difference, and we've tried to tell you this. There is a difference between your final vote and what you did during the legislative session to promote that. I'll give you a fine example of that, and that was the uh, constitutional carry. Well, permitless carry here in the state of Texas, which was recently passed, and no, please don't call it constitutional carry because it's not. It is permitless carry, um, and it was passed recently. And for years and years, people were against that, Republicans. Andy Marr was hugely against it, big time against it. Never had any qualms talking about why he was against it. And then when he was for it, I never, I never could get him on the record to say what his moment was when he went from no way, no how, I don't want citizens carrying guns, because that's what he said, that's what he told me, to, yes, we need permitless carry. There had to something happen. What what happened in there? We don't know. So they're gonna they're gonna vote right when they're up against the wall. All right. It is how do they fight for it? And so you get a lot of points with Texas right to life when you support or when you get your name early or when you bring up amendments or when you bring speeches to the floor. Have I, have, have I talked about that back mic? I know I have. I want somebody who's going to be at the back mic all the time because that's the only way that we're going to get back any of our Texas house. And I never saw, the, I, I saw Ellen at the back mic once. I saw her once at the back mic, and I think it was when she was introducing her first bill. Now, I didn't see every day all the time. She could have been at the mic I don't know how many times. I don't know how many times during the special session she was on the front mic and it was so interesting because she was the only um, the only house leader on that day and I watched what 14 or 15 hours of that day's uh, processes she was the only one that looked at the camera when she was giving her speech I don't even know if most people even know where the camera is in there but she did and she worked it like a champ. So there are points she missed that give her a 76, which are the perfect example of what I've been talking about for years. You cannot just count on their final vote because most of them with an R by their name, by the time it gets down to a floor vote, they're going to choke on themselves and vote for it to go along with it because they know that we all just look at the final vote and they can say, well, I voted pro-life all the way. Did you put up a fight anywhere? Did you make a speech from the floor? Did you attempt to add amendments? Did you attend to take off anti-life amendments? She gets zeros on all of these. She only, she only co-authored a one pro-life priority bill. All right. And it didn't even get to the floor. 
It didn't even get to the floor. And but she supported one. She got one out of seven on that. So you got to know more than just what the final vote is because Ellen Troxclairs, when she's going around, all she is telling you is what she did, everything that passed, and she's giving you all the red meat. I sincerely doubt that she is going to get Texas Right to Life. Um, recommendation uh, endorsement this year? No way. You don't give endorsements to people who were three-quarters of the way there for you. You give endorsements to that long list of people who had A's and A-pluses and hundreds and 90s on their scores. You don't give it to 76s. And if you're honest, if you're an honest campaigner, if you're an honest politician, and listen, I'm going to go ahead... Ellen, I'm going to give you I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt that you just haven't cleaned up this page yet of your 2024 endorsements, but you're going to do it soon. All right, I'm going to give you that. Because people are looking at it right now and they think all those people still support you when they don't. They don't. And I can go down this list Ellen and tell you which one of these people do not support you anymore yet you're still blowing their flag up there because they supported you two years ago all right folks y'all stay tuned we'll be right back we'll close this up on maybe I don't know maybe a more pleasant way y'all stay tuned Protecting Texas for future generations. Matt Long on the Hill Country Patriot. Right, we are back, and thank you so much for staying tuned. It's Friday. It's my birthday. It's also, by the way, it is also um, uh, Rush Limbaugh's birthday. God bless Rush Limbaugh. May he rest in peace. Um, His birthday as well. Um, And uh, who's that? Oh, man, I can see his face. He's the guy who just got COVID finally with a that nasty DJ out of New York. I can't think of his name right now, but it's also his birthday. And uh, so I find that uh, kind of uh, kind of a bizarro. Of course, there's a lot of people born on your birthday. It's not just your birthday. A lot of other people's born on this day. It's also, by the way, uh, National Kiss a Ginger Day. Um, I would be very careful that um, you don't kiss gingers that are strangers <laughs> without letting them know first that, by the way, uh, did you know it's National Ginger Kiss a Ginger Day? Mwah, there you go. Um, so, yeah, that's been that's always been on my birthday. I think it's great. And if you didn't know it, I'm a ginger, which, by the way, is a weird term. I, ne- I think it's like British or something. Because I never really heard that term until, I don't know, honestly, 10 years ago, maybe, 8, 10 years ago, I heard it. And I went, oh, that's so cute. You mean they mean redheads? All right. So there you go. Um, Let them whine. Let them whine. One of the part of uh, the message uh, last night that that Chris Ann Hall brought to us last night 
was talking about that power is inherent in the citizenry and that we as citizens we need to be we need to be constantly vigilant we need to be constantly we need to be educated in fact she starts out and says you can't act until you're educated. You can't you can't go out and, 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 and educate others if you're not educated. And she took us through a series of quizzes last night that uh, she said, don't worry, 98% of the people that I talk to every year don't know the answer to these questions, but that's part of the problem. So we need to get educated. And um, also when people start pushing back and whining, you know you're over the target. There's a lot of pushback and whining right now. I think Kerr County is going through it. Um, the uh, Gillespie County, we're getting towards the end of it. Um, that old guard is finally has finally said they're they're fine. They're close to the point of saying, "All right, let's let these kids run this thing now." Um, and uh, but there's a lot of whining going on in Kerr County. I know, um, but uh, this is from Michael Quinn Sullivan. He says, "When your opponents are complaining about how powerful you are, don't interrupt them. <laughs> when the government cronies complain about your ability to frustrate their plans, let them keep talking. You are just doing your job as a citizen." A donor told me, and this is, by the way, this is from Michael Quinn Sullivan's book, Reflections on Life and Liberty. Back to the book. A donor told me he was increasing his giving to my organization because he had been to a meeting where some politicians were complaining about me. The politicians made it clear they didn't like my team exposing their records and self-serving antics. He says, I figured if these powerful guys are so upset about your emails, tweets, and articles, then I want to be on your good side. He jokingly emailed me letter, uh, emailed me later. I, that, that's my same thing. I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not, uh, I'd love to have more people angry at me. I'm going to have to keep on working on that. His generosity was put to good use, reaching even more people. I did, however, have to remind him, if only for the sake of my own conscience, that those politicians who sneer, snicker, demean, and demagogue me aren't actually upset by what me and my team do. No, they are upset by the fact that citizens now have a way to keep political score. Despite their lofty rhetoric, politicians don't like an informed electorate. You know, Miss Troxclair, uh, maybe I should just say there was a candidate on the trail Monday who didn't want to, who, who told the organization, I'm not taking questions. Any politician that says, I'm not taking questions, woo, run, hide, get rid of them. Take that, take that metaphorical red sweater with the R, get it back from them. Despite their lofty rhetoric, Politicians don't like an informed electorate. They don't like people asking pesky questions. They don't like taxpayers knowing the details of their backroom deal-making too bad. And I'll give you a quick hint there. One uh, um, incumbent who I was listening to on Monday night was telling you about the largest tax cut, largest uh, property tax break in the history of the universe. She didn't follow that up by telling you that or he or she, he or she didn't follow that up by telling you they also passed the largest budget Texas has ever passed. 
They didn't follow up with that. Um, so those seeking to undermine our republic and erode liberty have never wanted witnesses to their dirty deeds. They encourage us to disengage from the government. They pretend it is a virtue to be apolitical. <laughs> that coming from your church? They promise to tell us what we need to know about what they have done to us, I mean for us. That's not how it's supposed to work. Our citizens' system of government requires, our system of government requires an informed and engaged citizenry. Unlike other nations, unlike other nations, we were purposely formed as a self-governing Republican. You and I don't have the constitutional right as a citizen to put government on autopilot and expect only good things to happen. Good governance requires the constant care and zealous vigilance of the citizenry. It has always been that way. That is how our republic was designed. Our sacred duty as citizens for each other and our posterity is to help those around us be as informed and as engaged as possible. Y'all have a good weekend. See you on Monday. Stay tuned for Lorraine. KRNH HD2. Kerrville. K271CH.